Hey, welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. This is a podcast for real ministry for the majority. I am Andy George, and I am joined with Ken Hester. Good day, sir. Good day to you, sir. <laughs> and with Jamie Buford. Wow, I can't talk that. No? Hi, guys. Oh, no, you're going to go. I don't have a good day, sir, in my back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were ready with that one. I was ready. You were ready with that. Here we go. It is a good day. It is. It's it a is. great day. Anytime we get to get together and talk about leadership and talk about the one big thought is very exciting. And for those of you who are joining us right now, of course, Ken, what do we want the good folks to do while they're listening? Well, we want them to subscribe. We want them to leave us a comment. Yep. And of course, we want five stars always. That's it. That's it. <laughs> always. We don't accept anything less than five stars. It's no. like the Discover card. That's exactly right. So absolutely. So wherever you're listening from, thank you for listening. Subscribe, comment, like it, and share it. Share. We want you to share it as well. And uh, we hope that you've enjoyed. Uh, we are only now into the month of mid-January. That's right. Mm. So we just launched this about a month ago or so. It's already and, been um, a month. Quite a month. Yeah. It's yeah. been a month. Yeah. Yep. 2021 has started off <sighs> kind of like 2020 ended. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Little, some things are still a little uneasy, especially this week. Yep. You know, yeah. there's a, you know, we celebrated Dr. King. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which is incredible. Uh, I love to be able to just to, to look back on his life and not only see what he represents from an activist side of things, but how he represents the gospel. Yeah. And I think that's that's right. missed out a lot of times right. when we celebrate him. We go, oh, look at all the things that he did and, you know, look at all the the rallies that he was a part of and Selma and all that. But let's not let's not miss out on the fact that all of it is biblically based. Yes. <laughs> so yes. I love celebrating that. And then, of course, tomorrow is Inauguration Day. Mm. That's so, right. Mm-hmm. All, all kinds uh-huh. of stuff happening in the world. <laughs> we don't even right know. Now. And what by the happening? way, we're still navigating a global pandemic. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. And now uh, we're still navigating mask through up, people. Mask up. Racial <laughs> tensions and economics and all sorts of stuff. I mean, it's yep. it's all here. And guess yeah. what? Everybody listening right now in ministry, mm-hmm. uh, Sunday's coming. <laughs> on, on top of all that, that's I right. I just have no words. I have no words. Okay, so. Besides all that, let's jump into what we're here to do today, mm. guys, mm-hmm. which is to share our one big thought. All right. So today's one big thought is on being the empathetic leader and considering, I mean, we just discussed everything that's going on in the world around us. So what are some key ways that high caliber, high caliber leaders can lead through what we are facing? Yep. I think you hit it on the head. Um, empathy as a discussion today is very needed. Uh, it's very important. I think a lot of people do not lead out of empathy. They lead out of judgment. experience or judgment. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's exactly. The, that's the opposite of empathy is judgment. So I think right. as leaders, we have that, that kind of bet downside of yep. if we, if we are not leading with empathy, then oftentimes it, it comes through with judgment. Wow. Yeah. When it comes to empathy, you know, emotion researchers generally define empathy, which I think we all know it's the ability to sense others people's emotions mm. coupled with the ability to imagine what somebody else might be thinking or feeling that mm. and that's really i think as we look through all of this to be able to put on a a hat and a heart of empathy as opposed to like you just said kind of judgment or you know looking down on somebody or just shrugging your shoulders and say Oh, I don't know what that's like. Right. I'm just going to move on. I think it's very important to know how to lead it with empathy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's define what what exactly is empathy. Yeah. So as I as I said, it's that that emotional cognitive behavior. But 
there's actually different types of empathy. So I think uh, if I could sound smart for a few moments mm, here, please, this, which, which please. really happens. Whoa, we're, please, sir. we're stepping it up yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> which really ha- rarely happens. <laughs> there are several kinds of empathy. There's four types of empathy, three most researchers talk about, but the fourth one, uh, because of our connection with the Holy Spirit, is very important as well. Mm-hmm. So it's cognitive empathy, emotional empathy, compassionate empathy, and then spiritual empathy is the one that I'm going to add as well. Okay. So just real quickly to put it in phrases. So cognitive empathy is known as perspective taking. And cognitive empathy is basically being able to put yourself in somebody else's place, see their perspective, but not getting emotionally involved in it. Mm-hmm. So it's like mentally you kind of see that, uh, you can kind of go there. It's being empathetic by thought rather than feeling. And so mm-hmm. some people, people are going to fall in each one of these categories. Yeah. So that's kind of the cognitive one. That, that I see that one a lot of times kind of um, when, the, when somebody's going through a difficult time or loss mm-hmm. of a loved one or something like that. People are cognitive empathy mm-hmm. where they, they want to say something that is helpful, but most of the time it's not as helpful as they wish it would be. Yeah. And, and the, the risk of being cognitive only is you are under emotional. Mm-hmm. So that's the person to use that analogy. Somebody has a lost loved ones and you walk into a room and everybody else is crying and you're just sitting there in your mind. You're like, Oh, that must be tough. Right. Mm. You know, that's gotta be tough, but emotionally you're kind of disconnected yep. from that. Yeah. And uh, so that's the first one. The other one is the emotional empathy, which is <laughs> opposite of that. <laughs> <Okay>. Emotional <laughs> right. empathy is when you are quite literally are feeling the other person's okay. emotions mm-hmm. as if you yeah. had caught that emotion. Mm-hmm. And so emotional empathy is also known as personal distress yeah. or emotional contagion. So the risk here is over emotional. Right. So you make it all about you versus yes. the versus that person that's actually going through something. Yeah. So again, to use your morbid illustration of somebody passed away, <laughs> right. you could have picked anything you wanted, but you you went there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, I as a pastor, I, I've been to uh, more funerals than I would like, and I've yep. done more, and I've sat with more families than I than I like to. And you see people do this. You see somebody coming in that is kind of a distant connection to the family, mm-hmm. and the family is holding it together pretty well, and you got somebody coming in that mm-hmm. is just weeping and right. bawling and how it's affecting them. And the family almost looks at them like, you, you need to calm down a little bit. Right. Like that. right. We yeah. haven't seen you in 10 years. <laughs> I haven't seen you in 10 you know, years. Right. But when you're emo- yeah. over-emotional, you, you almost can't function because you really are feeling that distress of it. Yeah. So wow. cognitive is you're under-emotional. Um, and of course, the emotional is you're over-emotional. The compassionate empathy, which is actually what we typically mean by empathy. So most people, when they say empathy, this is where they land. Uh, Compassion empathy is what we typically feel someone's pain and we actually can take action to help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's about feeling concern for someone, but with an additional move towards action to mitigate the problem. So that's very important. And compassionate empathy is the type of empathy that I think somebody can step into. You feel it but you're not so ingrained in your emotion that you can actually think your way through it as well. And so that's the one where I think if we're going to talk to people about how to live with empathy, it's in this one. And of course, the fourth one is spiritual empathy. And that's, that's, a, that's kind of a separate one, which is, which is exactly what it says. It's, it's spiritually, the Holy Spirit is just kind of leading you through the empathy, even in areas where maybe you don't understand how that works as well. So that's kind of defining <laughs> empathy yeah. for. Did I sound pretty smart? That's great. Yeah, Actually, you did. I was going to say, like, smart. I really yeah. understood each of those yeah. four. You that? explained that really well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you looked like you were, like, connecting there. I was. I was digging mm-hmm. it. Well, I was thinking of people, like, I the term being an empath, you know, it reminded me of that second one where you just kind of take on that person's mm-hmm. emotions. I know someone, I have someone mm-hmm. in my life that struggles with that, and so mm-hmm. I was thinking about it's, them. It's really hard for people that are like that to 
help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's good if you need somebody just to sit there and, and cry and weep with you. With you, yeah. That, and yeah. and that's needed. Yeah. That's needed, but so that's kind of what it is. But it's hard. But yeah, yeah it's then taking the action, you know, is is really the the key. Where right, that's you'll what they see need. you'll see a lot of times if people's going if people are going through something, there's like a they call them the rock or they call them mm-hmm. you know somebody that's mm-hmm. a solid connection to. Hey, I feel for you, yeah. but I'm also here to help you. Yeah. It's not, it's not just one or the other up. Well, let me just think about how I can help them, but not emotionally connect with them. Yeah. Or I'm overly emotional, but not actually helping. So that, that last one that you, that you shared, um, just the, which is really true empathy with the compassionate Mm -hmm. empathy is that combination of both. So there's some, some key factors into being an empathetic leader, Mm -hmm. right? I think the first one is truly listening being yep. and and connection with that is being present right so there's so many things so many distractions are going on in our world politically emotionally spiritually physically everything is going on being an empathetic leader in this time means that we've got to probably put our phones down yep we've got to have less distractions and truly yep. listen to the to the people that are in front of us to your congregation to your staff to your volunteers Truly listen to them and be fully present because what they're going through may not be a pandemic. What they're going through may not be, you know, a loss of a loved one. It may be their job. It may be Mm -hmm. just a stressful time in in their serving opportunity. Yeah. You know, because a lot less people are serving now. Whatever it is, like we've got to make sure that we're we're listening to the individual and that we're present in that, that we're not distracted by anything else. Yeah, and I think it's very needed right now because, let's face it, this is the week of the inauguration, and we've seen what politics have done to our nation. Right. We're, we're split right down the middle. Well, that's that's in the church world, too. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. individual churches have division within their churches, and then churches have divisions with other churches, that, are, and they're all Christian. They just depend on what side they want to fall on. And so I think another characteristic of an empathetic leader, as you just said about listening and present is also, you got to be able to leave judgment behind. Mm, if yeah, you're going to be great. truly empathetic, you, you can't come into a judgmental <laughs> state yep. of mind, yep. you know, pre prejudging people. And I think that's very important as we talk through this, we got to know, and that's hard sometimes because we like to talk to people who think like us and look like us and have mm-hmm. the same core beliefs as we do. But if we're going to reach people, you can't just reach the people who are just like you. You got to reach other people. And I like the statement that says, you know, if you follow the Holy Spirit, um, he's going to lead you into the mess of humanity. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That's yeah. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. It's going to lead you into the mess of people that are hurting and broken, whether you agree or not mm-hmm. with their stance is not necessarily the point. And so, you know, I think that's it. And I think with that, you got to take personal interest. You know, you have to lead from your heart in that area. And I think those are all very important characteristics of an empathetic leader. Yeah. Uh, to walk through and to really become and be. It's very important. Those are awesome. That's So that's great. That's some really great information, guys. But what are some practical steps that someone can take as they decide to step into this and pursue being an empathetic leader? Yep. So I'll start this one off because here at Crosswoods Fellowship, years ago, we made the conscious decision to work and listen to God and Holy Spirit to lead us into being a multicultural church in many ways, a multi-generational, multicultural knowing that that was going to bring in uh, different opinions and different baggage and different needs and, and hurts. Mm-hmm. And then 
when our country is divided, I know for us as a church, we feel that immediately. Yeah. Uh, some churches, churches that are more uh, homogenous to their own people group, they, they might feel it. In other words, let's just call it what it is. There's churches that are just all white churches, all black churches, all Hispanic churches. There's churches that are fully all one denomination and another. And each one of those churches has its own unique ways to navigate through difficult seasons, sure. and none of them are better or worse. For churches that are like Crossroads, which are it is a pretty diverse church when it comes down to it, um, we're not 50-50, but we're pretty close to, mm-hmm. I think, about 40% to 50% or 60%. You know, I mean, it's, it's kind of broken down in that category. So when things happen in our nation, when it comes to both politics and race, we feel that pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like I heard the phrase used, which I never heard about until this year, that uh, we're a purple church. Oh. I never heard that before. Red plus blue makes purple. Oh, is that right? That makes well. That's sense. what I'm assuming that it's. Uh, we need somebody to fact check you? that. <laughs> that sounds right, guys. That sounds right. I mean, that's that, what I assumed that meant. That makes sense. Are you? <laughs> We're all discovering. This I know. Right now. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Jamie. Oh, you're welcome. So yes, yeah, so we are. In other words, we're not Republican. We're not Democratic. Right. We're a blend of both. Right. Mm-hmm. We're not all white. We're not all black. We're a blend of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, how do you navigate through that? So we uh, have a uh, a bunch of incredible leaders at Crossroads that created what's called the Oneness class. Yeah. yeah. And we lean, we rely heavily on Tony Evans oneness embraced yep. series which are by the way a little plug for that if you've never watched those series Incredible. i think they're, they're on videos. youtube yep. really good. yeah they're on six vi- parts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we took our staff through it our entire staff through it our elders have gone through it uh, a lot of people in our church have gone through that well out of that that ministry has created an acronym to help people to understand some practical ways to actually do this so it's called awake so obviously you know trying to <laughs> to play off of you know to be awoken to what's happening right. around us, right? Right. Um, and to wake up to see the realities of it. So here they are real quick. So we're going to give this to you real quickly. So this is an acronym awake. This is a good way to take it away. And so the first one is to acknowledge. That's the A. In other words, you have to be willing to to voice that there is, in fact, racism, mm-hmm. racial injustice, inequalities. You have to be able to acknowledge that there are Christian Democrats and there are Christian Republicans, right? Right. You have to be able to acknowledge that. And I, I say it this way, by acknowledging differences does not mean that you're a racist or that you're a bigot mm. or that you are judging another person or people group, yeah. whether it's politically or skin color. But you got to realize, I mean, how do you not realize that our country is in major trouble? Right. There's a lot of people that don't. There's a lot of right. people that just kind of tuck their head in the sand and think everything's fine. Yeah. And And if there is racism or division, it's their fault, not mine. So I don't want to do anything. Well, that's not that's not being empathetic, and that's not walking in that. Yeah, and, and as as pastors, as leaders, as you listen to this podcast, like just think through even in your own sphere of influence the things that you are directly connected to on a regular basis. Are you acknowledging the other side of that? It doesn't mean that you agree with it. It doesn't mean right. that you disagree with it. It it just means that you acknowledge the other side. So I took it deep the first the first time. I'm going to lighten it up this second time. <laughs> So, uh, so think of it in a sports analogy, right? There, or obviously in the middle of the playoffs and things like that. Andy, you're a big Bills fan. I'm so, wearing a Buffalo Bills shirt right now. Congratulations <laughs> on your win this past Sunday or yes. Saturday. Yes. And uh, but but one of the things that uh, that you have to acknowledge is that there are there are Patriots fans, right? You don't necessarily agree with them. <laughs> Or like them, <laughs> but you have to acknowledge that they exist. I don't think that's accurate. Uh, Andy's face looks like what? Yeah, I, I think that's where we. I think that's where we draw the line. <laughs> 
but that is, I mean, again, from a lighthearted, we obviously yeah. from the political side of things from, but, but I wanted to, to give again, as we practically talk through these steps yep. as pastors, as ministers, as staff, as volunteers, a lot of time, the acknowledgement of someone else is the, the first big step that you can take yep. in mm-hmm. empathy and in moving forward. Yep. And I liked Sunday, Andy shared that um, you don't necessarily have to agree with their point. And I felt like for me, that was almost like it gave me permission that mm-hmm. I can step into empathy with them, even if I completely don't yep. see their point or agree with their point because they're hurting. Right. I, I needed that yeah. permission. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. And that goes to the next one, which is the W, which is to walk into spaces where you can learn and relearn. Mm-hmm. So if you don't acknowledge or what like you just said, Jamie, if you were not like, oh yeah, I don't have to agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, Okay, so I can I can actually walk into this conversation mm-hmm. and I can mm-hmm. learn, I can relearn what I know and what I don't know, and I might be able to be open to understand in a way that I couldn't before. And so, but until you're willing to walk into that, yeah, you have no idea what right. what somebody's thinking, you know. And and let's face it, in ministry, you know, and I'll be candid. In fact, today after this meeting, I got a guy coming in today that probably wants to talk about something he disagrees with <laughs> from Sunday. <laughs> literally, exactly. literally, in about thirty minutes, I got an appointment coming in. Yeah. And it's okay because we're going to walk into it and, you know, we're going to hear each other out. And Right. But you can't do that if you don't at least acknowledge the other person or where the other person's coming from. And so you got to be able to walk into that, uh, which then leads to the next one, which is A. A is actively. And so this is actively discussing the issue mm-hmm. with your family and friends and people that are not like you. This one is where it gets fun yep. and challenging. A little dicey. A little yep. dicey, um, <laughs> you know, but that's why you got to be a mature, empathetic leader. Yeah. yeah. You can't have active conversations if you're, if you're already going into it fired up. Right. If you're already going into it with your fists clenched and already at like level 10 in yeah. your patience... Not a good plan to go in, but if you go in with empathy, yeah, because you realize, okay, sure, there are Patriot fans in the world. Why? I have, <laughs> I got no, no idea why. No, By the way, a little side note: this is yeah. something fun. Yeah, it's a little little thing I found out uh, about a month or two ago. So the Buffalo Bills fans won NFL Fans of the Year. Yeah, the Bills Mafia. Yeah, so <laughs> they they were allowed to put a billboard. Anywhere in the country. Did you see this? I did this is true. This is amazing. So they were NFL said you can put a billboard saying the Bills fans are the number one fans anywhere in the country. Guess where they put it? Somewhere with a Fox mile, Fox a <laughs> mile down the road from the Patriot Stadium. Yeah. How awesome. Yeah. That is isn't that not the 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 most boss move ever. Yeah. That's pretty I'm, boss. I'm not sure they're gonna have a lot of empath- empathetic <laughs> conversations. Yeah. Uh, with yeah. the uh, with Patriots right. fans. But yeah. you know, that's but the you extreme know. of it. It does create good conversation. So right. back back to the awake analogy. So <laughs> yeah, you got to have discussion. And as the leader, you got to be mature yeah. because you're not going to talk to mature people all the time. You're, you're going to have people yeah. that you think are mature, that you think are there, and they're not. You're well, going to. They're pe- not going to walk in. They're not going to walk in using this analogy, yep. right? They're Absolutely. not going. Yeah. They're not, not going to use walk in with awake. They're not going to walk in no. with empathy. A lot of times when you have conversations with people in the community, volunteers, people in your congregation. Whoever they're going to come in with their bias or with their opinion mm-hmm. or with their what what they think is right, and yeah. as a great leader, you've got to use yeah. this mm-hmm. as a way to say, yeah. "All right, diffuse the situation." Yeah, people want to come in to win an argument, mm-hmm. and that's it. Where the empathy side comes into, I'm going to make my point across, but I'm also going to learn and love my way through it. Yeah, which leads to the next one, which is K. Only two left. K is kindred, which is to show empathy mm-hmm. and compassion. 
understanding that someone is going through something that you might not be able to relate to. This is why this is so key to go into conversations with this analogy acronym and with understanding empathy, because you've got to be mature enough to say, you're fired up, you got some strong opinions, yeah. and I'm not you. Right. I don't, you know, I'm not from where you're from, you know, I don't look like you, I don't have the same, whatever it is, I, I got to be able to have compassion and empathy to say, okay, I need, to, I need to give you room to speak your heart and your mind because you're going through something that I can't relate to. And it's okay to acknowledge that. Yeah. It's full. And I think sometimes what I learned as a pastor over this last year, by the way, next time we have a global pandemic, uh, major racial tension and an election all in one year, totally ready for it. Yeah. Totally yeah. ready. I was going to say next time Are we you? have that, just make sure that I'm in the bomb. I was going to say, so, yeah, totally, I thought you were say you running away. Totally, completely ready for it. But, you know, one of the things that we learn over this last year is that uh, compassion goes a long way. Yeah. Mm. You know, compassion goes a long way and that's what we got to do. All right. So finally, the E is to engage. This is engage in an effective way to change that results in the consequences of causes. And so, uh, so this is basically, it's kind of that taking that step of the, of the compassionate empathy mm -hmm. to where you say, okay, I've heard you. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm mentally there. I'm emotionally there. But now let's put those two together and now let's do something about it. Mm -hmm. Like let's yeah. actually do something about it. Mm -hmm. Let's not just have a conversation and leave it there. Right. But what are some steps that we can take? And so to me, that's kind of the awake analogy of the empathy side. Yeah. It really all empathy, it really comes down to finding common ground. Yeah. And saying, yeah. All right, like I we may not agree at the end of this, but can we agree to disagree? You know, mm -hmm. can we find a common ground? Can I appreciate you as an individual, as a human being, and you do the same to me? And and I think that that's you know where where we really need to lead with empathy. Absolutely. Well, hey, our time is up on this one big thought. The one awesome, big thought guys. on being an empathetic leader. Awesome. So good job, everybody. There you go. Well done. Go empathize. Go empathize. <laughs> Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode, and we look forward to having you join us again next Tuesday when our next episode drops. 